0: All right, it's Monday, February 3rd, 2020, Season 1, Episode 6 of What Do We Know? I'm Dan Broskell here with Dave Geller at Lexington Media. Dave, how are you doing this week? I am doing
1: great. Once again, awesome day to start off our week. Awesome Monday. It's been a pretty good Monday.
0: Uh, Super Bowl Sunday, yesterday. Yes, it was. What did you think of the game, Dave?
1: Well, that was a great game. Yep. I miss the Patriots being in there, but I just love a good game, and yep. I think right to the end, exciting. Awesome. Even
0: the third quarter was kind of a kind of a dud, and nice nah, kept,
1: kept you going, kept you going. Coming down off that off that halftime show, right? Good rest of the game. I, don't know, I think it was all good.
0: Coming down from the halftime show, did you enjoy the halftime actually? Show? Actually,
1: coming off of, it, I should say, no, I actually did not enjoy it one bit. All
0: right, so I was on social media last night, as I was most nights, and you really only allowed two takes from the halftime show. I found number one is it was the best ever, or number two, I couldn't stand it, and there's no room in the middle. No. Um, you know, from my perspective, I'm well, on the record for this one, the best halftime shows (plural). Number one is probably u two, two thousand one. Great show. One A was Lady Gaga a couple of years ago, which awesome. I mean, really, awesome. The rest of them, you know, everyone says Prince's was great. Prince's was not a big great. Prince, Prince fan. I'm not.
1: Mm-hmm. Prince was actually my. I, I come from a big Prince fan family. My wife Jen is a huge Prince fan, having God seen knows. him in concert. I think we saw him once or twice.
0: You saw Prince twice, in so concert yeah, gro- gro- where
1: at the Boston Garden, like the old Garden, um, or at the, the old, old garden? garden? Actually, wow. when I was um, we grew up in Maine. I was, everybody knows now and as I was wooing Jen back in high school I was able to snag some tickets to Prince and we went down actually we went down by Cessna my my father the what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, my my father who who flew planes for fun. We talked about that week one, by the way. Uh, yep, yeah. um, flew us down there and landed at actually, actually landed at Hanscom. I think must have been Hanscom. Hanscom and uh, drove into the garden and Jen myself and two friends saw a Prince and um, you know we we flew back that night. That was that was quite a way to uh, to win her. What year heart. was that? That was probably eighty. I'm gonna say 84, 85. That's a crazy story. Yeah, that's a crazy story. It's great. Um, I can't say that I love Prince, but he puts on a great show, and of course she loved it. So
0: that's where it's gonna become, you know, the time Dave flew in like a G six into Hanscom. Actually, <laughs> and I, and I, I, and went to I actually Prince don't like, concert. I don't like the fly personally. You hate flying. That's I hate, right. I hate, it, I hate it, and I don't. That didn't make it any easy. Do you for find assessment Did you find this? Uh, it's been a while. More stressful or less stressful than a commercial jet?
1: Um, distractingly less stressful, I'd say. It's actually like wearing these headphones now in the studio. I just hate it wearing the. Wearing we wore these headphones for sound cancellation. Yeah, How maybe, long was that flight? Uh, I'm gonna guess like an hour. Um, but yeah, it was no. I, I don't like. I don't like flying. General. Your in general. Dad, Your dad's the man. That was. Yeah, my, that's dad, a my dad. Story. My dad. My dad would do it all. He also. Uh, he also flew seaplanes, but that's for another time. That's so. the
0: or lake planes, right? Lake planes. There you go. What? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyways, pre- back to Prince. Hold on.
0: Back to the hat time. Sure I didn't like it at all. Yeah. No, th- that's not true. I mean, nah. <clears throat> I didn't need it. Um, way to go, ladies. You look great at 42 and 50. Uh, you know, from from the songs perspective, I was more familiar with the J.Lo songs. I enjoyed J.Lo's daughter singing. Was that, who that was, the, that who that was? Yeah, the 11-year-old. Yeah, so she, what's your 11-year-old doing? Singing at the halftime that would, show? That was a good. cool
1: t- – that was probably – actually, I was, uh, that was probably my favorite part of the halftime show was when she came out and sang. I I, I think that – um I think there was a little lip-syncing going on, which I never appreciate. always. And I think that J.Lo, as great as she looked, was a little bit out of breath. And, out, and she, I don't think she could keep up with the dance moves near the end yet, trying to keep up with Shakira. But, but again, she, she did a nice job. I,
0: I thought there was once a rule that you, you had to lip sync. That's why the Red Hot Chili Peppers, like none of their instruments, were plugged in because it was just for show. But don't, when, Gaga, d- was singing, when Ga- Gaga, Gaga was singing, when Gaga was singing, she was actually singing.
1: And she actually came in from the heavens, right? She yeah, actually, she jumped off the roof of the stadium in Houston. That that was, so that one that that was special. Real. But the
0: U2 one with the, with the banners and the names from 9-11 was... Very, um, that was a great show. That, and that, that performance is actually on the DVD of the Pats that I have, and you can watch... Um, or one would be able to watch it if one had the dVD as I do
1: when you, um, when you so, have me off actually before we move on, I think you know thinking about Lady Gaga how she came into this into the stadium right, which was you know a little bit edited. Hmm. I think that first commercial not not to go to commercials yet was amazing how that when that young man kind of entered into the stadium you know from the commercial into real time, but we'll, maybe we 'll go there later on
0: sweet um yeah, game was okay, game was like b plus it 's like a b plus kind of game for me um <laughs> With ten minutes to go, my some second kid was like, "Hey, game's over." I'm like, "It's not over. There'll be points that are scored." And like, boom, 21 points later, the Chiefs won. And as a, as
1: a, the the Chiefs a, won, yeah. No,
0: newsflash. No, no, no. Uh, you know, for a kid that, that grew up like hating the 49ers for various reasons, including the fact that I was a Pat's fan and a Redskins fan, um, I I tried to get on board with with rooting for Jimmy G. Couldn't do it. So I was written for the Chiefs, and in the end, I was happy with the outcome. But compared to watching the Patriots play in the Super Bowl, which to me is like an all-encompassing, stressful affair, this was super chill. i like watched the game, hang out. I didn't need to pace. I didn't need to like go to Whole Foods at halftime to calm down. So it was nice. It was a nice experience, and I was happy with the ending. So congratulations, Chiefs.
1: What are the reasons that you don't, don't like the 49ers? You know,
0: I just wasn't a Joe Montana fan you know mm-hmm. and I think in the old days like you had to root for the AFC team and they just beat up on the AFC team mm-hmm. um, but I mean no, if it was a situation where you know, if this had been like eight years ago and it was 49ers against Colts I certainly would have rooted for the 49ers because I wouldn't have wanted to Manning to win that definitely would have happened and Got if it. it had been like 49ers versus like Bills probably would have rooted for 49ers because the Bills are the Pats rival but you know Chiefs respect you know good performance and Mahomes is likable and um, you know good story but there was good stories for San Francisco too like the the lineman that was a medical doctor, yep. and the coach that was a woman—like I like yep. all that. So, yep. like either team would have been fine. Um, but the schadenfreude are like, "Hey, it's cool that Jimmy G couldn't win outside New England. Like that's a thing. Nothing against Jimmy G. Nah.
1: You know what's your what's your take on Terry Bradshaw? How how much more how many more years does he have in him? Uh,
0: I have no take on Terry Bradshaw. Like way to go, dude. It's it's, it's a one it's a one trick pony. There you go. Kind mm-hmm. of, you know what I mean. But one thing I was noticing about former quarterbacks in the broadcast is when Troy Aikman was chatting in the booth with the. Uh, with Joe Buck. Aikman's yep. hands are gigantic.
1: He's he's a big boy.
0: That's why he can throw a football yeah, he's a big boy. pretty <laughs> good. Um, yeah, halftime, whatever. Uh, ads, you know, middling. Middling ads this year, but you seem to like the first one there with the stadium. Yeah, I thought that was great. Augment, augmented reality.
1: Just a great, I love feel-good, feel-good commercials. And to me, that was a feel-good commercial. I love how they integrate. It's a big thing now to integrate various stars and smaller roles into commercials. I just thought that was just so well done. You know, it was actually, it was, I was watching it with Madison, my eight-year-old. It was really engaging to see that young man engage the adults and then you know, just kind of segue into the stadium. I thought that was really, really cool.
0: There are some feel-bad commercials. Such as? The Google one was pretty sad.
1: Oh, Did no, you I know. I feel like you wanted to like cry afterwards. Nah, I, wanted, I really felt I, sad about. I wanted that. to start documenting my life, so oh my so when I'm not here anymore, they can just go, my family can go to Google and remember me.
0: Like well done, but oof. Yeah. I ooh,
1: a, I thought the uh, there's a New York Life commercial, which I think the yep. um yeah, the motto the there was be good at life. I just love that. That's how fair. They could, no, now it's just really. I love lo, I love the feel good ones, you know, and um, there's some that, there's some that were you know very humorous, and some that tried to be that weren't that great. Yeah,
0: I thought both of them were pretty weak. I like the Snickers one when they threw the Snickers in the earth because the world's kind of falling apart. I'm like, yeah, that works. <laughs> I'm like yeah. you're not you and your hungry world have a Snickers.
1: Hang yeah, hangry, hangry world. It was good. It's, I, I like the SodaStream commercial too. I don't know if you caught that, that one. That was all right. I always love the end. You know, it's not Mox water.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm very pro SodaStream from a Zionist perspective. Yeah, you go, go Israel, yeah, but uh. I don't have one, but you know, we've had the ulcer conversation here before. Um, Super Bowl snack foods day. If you have the most a most uh, most favorite, favoriteest most popular Super Bowl snack food?
1: That I did not have last night. Just I didn't, in general, I didn't, like in life. I like nachos. Nachos and my veggie buffalo wings, I suppose. You know a little dip. What are veggie buffalo wings? It's <laughs> buffalo wings made out of nothing but no meat. I'm not sure what's quite packed in there, but eight again probably again eight thousand milligrams of sodium. Um, but yeah, just something something to dip and to eat. Yourself, Daniel. Yeah, I
0: don't know stuff. I have carrots,
1: <laughs> carrots, guacamole.
0: I'm I was late to guacamole, but I do enjoy it. You know, are you
1: dipping the carrots? A different chip into the guacamole? I'm not a
0: dipper. Not really a dipper, unless it's the uh, oh bad commercial. The hummus commercial was terrible.
1: Remind me of the hummus commercial. It
0: was like the it was, they tried to make like, oh like yeah the, like yeah mousse. yeah Yeah, that was good. Okay, first uh-huh. of all, it's not hummus. It's hum- hummus, right? Hummus. I mean, it's a Middle Eastern word. It's not Soda Stream. This, it's the Sabra version of hummus is like we can do it, but. It's not elite. The commercial was, was was just embarrassing. No thanks.
1: It wasn't as good as the Cheetos commercial.
0: That one's actually kind of funny. Yeah. I do agree. Very not to take that, that stuff because the color's really <sighs> unnatural. But hummus. Yeah, the, hummus. Uh, the I'm must or what's your must? I'm like, let's not do that, please.
1: Talking about accents, right?
0: Packing the car. That was a good one. Well, the problem with that one is like some people had somehow hadn't seen it all week on social media. So I'd seen that commercial like a hundred times yep. and had appreciated it, but still pretty good.
1: How much do you think they're embellishing their accents? hundred
0: percent. Yeah. Which no, I, none yeah. of them actually yeah. talk that way. It's like when I make fun of you, you don't actually talk like no, that. That's not right. <laughs> actually, I was I trying I was
1: trying I was, trying to, I was, I was actually trying to um, mimic Rachel Dratch, right? And um, like <laughs> I, I was close, but not 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 quite there. No. Yeah, it was fun. It was a great commercial though. Big poppy.
0: I wonder how that I wonder how people perceived it in like uh, you
1: know the deep south. You know what is this liberal elitist commercial? You know about Boston accents, nobody cares. Well, they were playing. They were almost playing that one to me off of the Fargo commercial, right? With it, with the uh, accents Yeah, that was weird. That was a little weird. I don't. Was Winona in the Fargo the original? I don't think think it was.
0: was, But you know, this I I haven't seen Fargo in twenty years and didn't watch the TV series. So somebody knows more than I do about that. It's not me. Yeah, but no more football, but you know, plenty of other things to root for. The Celts are playing great. They beat the Sixers for the first time this year. That was exciting. The Red Sox are about to trade Mookie Betts, Dave. I'm sorry to say I'm not talking it. about it. I to think, the Padres or the Dodgers.
1: I think Chris Shaw called it last week. I
0: think that Chris is going to be playing against against Mookie Betts real soon and hitting balls to right field that hopefully Mookie won't catch. So. How,
1: how fast does he hit balls out of the, out of the yard?
0: Be the top one percent in exit velocity that's and hard crazy. hit rate—that's that's that's legit. So you know, dark horse candidate. Put your money on Chris Shaw for NL Rookie of the Year. I'll, I'll take out ten bucks and see. What I might
1: play. have to bring a uh, like a radar gun to the next softball game. See how, see how hard, hard how, how softball. hard you hit that bad boy <laughs> into in, into the lake into, into Fawn Lake. Into Fawn Lake. I don't think we're playing over there, but yeah, oh, you can I, do I, it that far. I, I
0: appreciate it. My gosh, uh, other things happening. Our Dave, our birthdays are coming up.
1: Remind me again. Yeah, so awesome. my, well, my
0: son turned fourteen Saturdays. Happy birthday, Happy Big birthday O. Happy birthday to Warren. Great, great celebration. Great young man. Great young uh, man. I'm turning forty two in a couple weeks, and Dave, you're turning more than that a little bit later. Ten so more, ten more, five two. Yeah, forty two and fifty two. So uh, best, best, Do you remember your birthdays like distinctly? You know, like particular birthdays that stand out to you? When I was a kid, or when I was in, like adult? in life, you know. Yeah,
1: there's some that I remember really, really well. Um, like
0: what's one? What's it could be good or bad? Like a good birthday, a bad. birthday. Awesome birthdays.
1: Again, I think I, as I you know think about about, you know, not that life is a commercial, but I just love to reflect on things. And I can remember, it's probably Madison's eight, so about s- five years ago, we were, we often will because my, our birthday's in February, we'd be on a ski trip, and as a family, um, we were all together. And that was when, before Madison was officially a part of our family, and the question was if she was going to be part of our family. Actually, it was a very um, tenuous time mm-hmm. in terms of where she was going to end up. So it was, actually it was possibly our last Vacation together as that wow. kind of that family, and wow. um, and it was very meaningful for us to all, all be be together. And Jocelyn and Hannah gave me some very nice gifts, uh, nice nice letters. And Jocelyn actually wrote me a song. That was just wrote you a song. I remember she wrote, that she wrote story. Wrote me a song yeah. and amazing. And we had a great time together. And actually, our holiday picture was from that week. And, and yeah, Madison ended up staying with us. Um, so yeah, that that's a good memory. Wow. Yourself.
0: I don't really have that many, like, actual birthday. So I wrote
1: down three. You wrote so the, them down. The first one. You wrote yes, them down. As you, as you may have All seen. Oh, my in the, notes. I, just, I can't uh, see because you dropped, you dropped guacamole on my. On
0: my 20th yeah. birthday, actually, uh, I had I played basketball the day before. This was, like, sophomore year at Brandeis. And I had, like, twisted my ankle. mm and I woke up the next morning, it was like the size of a grapefruit. So I actually go to the host, the old Waltham hospital on my 20th birthday.
1: Waltham Western Hospital. Yeah. Were and you? then
0: like end up on crutches and with a special parking pass for six weeks. That's and it was also like a, a freezing cold, like gross gray February morning, and and that was not fun. Um I remember my twenty second birthday, this was when I was a senior, and I was doing like the scorekeeping at intramural basketball at Brandeis. At Brandeis i I really remember this vividly. I wanted to like just look so cool that day. so I threw on like a pair of shoes, I threw on like you know cargo khakis, a green checkered long sleeve shirt, which would still actually be kind of trained today, and this bright yellow vest, so the yellow vest would contrast with like the green long sleeve shirt. I remember sitting in the gym, like, yeah, it's my birthday, and it kind of sucks. I'm 22 now. I'm keeping score for the basketball game, and thought I was just like the, the coolest kid with a yellow vest.
1: Are we talking like a like a crossing guide vest or like no, a like puppy, a yellow a like uh, no, vest. I mean, puppy
0: puffy was like like a fleece yellow vest, probably from like Old Navy or, or, or maybe it was even Cromwell. I don't know, but somehow got back to you know my girlfriend now wife, and someone's like, hey, what's up, yellow vest? Like making fun of me is like sitting there, so cool, keeping the book for intramural basketball. Um, I was 22, and the other significant birthday, I, just, I remember my 40th birthday, I was actually in Israel landing, and that felt kind of exciting. But birthdays now like whatever, like not super exciting, Dave, so maybe this year we
1: can roll something special well, for 42. I, th- I, think, I think we have to bring back that yellow vest. I'm, yellow I'm, I'm, vest. I'm picturing you like with this big fleece, puffy vest. No, with, it wasn't puffy. Wearing chaps and stirrups and, mm. and riding a horse.
0: I just remember like sitting there like, like slouching, like trying to look all sort of nonchalant in the yellow vest. So this the,
1: was this the new Brandeis gym where the Celtics at that point were playing or just the old Brandeis it gym? It was new.
0: I mean, that's where the Celtics were practicing, yeah. 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 Hey, Julie, what's up? Julie's in the house. Julie's in the house. Hey, She's welcome back. getting a mic. Um, yeah, so birthday, or whatever, but it's during vacation and uh, I think I'm taking off vacation so maybe we'll have a good time and does anybody Celebrate. special
1: f- share your birthday that you know of? But, uh, Susan B. Anthony. Susan B. Anthony. She's on a coin. Very good.
0: And uh, Bella Abzug, like the f- New York politician, and I actually forget who else has February fifteenth. But now I'll look it up. I'll look
1: it up. I share mine with I share mine with Molly Ringwald, who was on a Super Bowl commercial. She was, and did didn't look too and good. And John Travolta. What? Yeah, you love, love that it. one. I I love it so much. I I just told you about it. Oh, wow. I'm not. I, I named two famous people, and you named one and a half. I'm not even sure who the second one was. On yeah, I didn't do a very good job with the birthday thing, but Susan B. Anthony feels like an important one, right? To me, yes, yes, Inf- yes. She's a very wonderful. Julie, do you have any any
0: celebrity birthday twins? One minute. Oh, Jane Seymour, uh, uh, February fifteenth. Galileo Wait Galileo was born February 15th There we go
1: I thought you maybe You were born on the 16th You were just kind of You know Galileo is my spirit animal Chris Farley Really Yeah 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 Wearing a yellow vest Down by the river
0: Louis the 15th of France Obviously Stop Enough Enough You're overwhelming me (laughs) You're going to make me Start googling
1: (laughs) That's all I'm doing Whatever, so birthday season's upon us. Um, so you went on, speaking of yellow vest, you went on a wonderful yellow shirt today.
0: It's my w- Bumblebee w- uh, BVB Dortmund soccer jersey. You like that? Dortmund. It's not I mean, very subtle. Okay. Wasn't, he, he, wasn't he at Brandeis with you? Dortmund Kristen Poole. <laughs> but I speak in a
1: weekly update with Liverpool 24-1-0 Un- I actually watched a soccer so, game in yeah, yeah. on review over the weekend I think it was Liverpool no it was Manchester somebody it was Man City versus yeah. uh, I watched, Tottenham I watched a little bit of this game did you see the first goal in that game it was spectacular it was awesome and I watched very green turf that's what, uh, that's what struck out. Me. Well, it's natural
0: grass in the Premier League. So. And they water it frequently. So they were pulling that 22 points clear at the top of the table, which is an all time record for the 25th week or whatever it is. So things are looking pretty good for the league. Hopefully, they'll be an undefeated season. Dortmund. 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 Uh, this is the Bundesliga. It's where all the, the young kids play before they go to England, right? But this is a particularly nice uh nice. Wear bumblebee well. jersey, which I got from our friend Jen, Pula. Jen uh, Pula. Julie, and, and, uh, Our friend Jen got me this jersey. Actually her the f- cousin Karsten the voice who of lives Bedford. in Dor who lives in Germany got me this jersey and shipped it over here. Karsten, you know. pack in the car. Um anything. Anything you've learned recently, Dave? Anything you picked up along the way this week? I learned something interesting, but I want you to go no, first. No, you
1: tell me what you've learned that was interesting this week. Oh my god! So yesterday,
0: mean? there was a, my son had a game in Winchester. Actually, back-to-back days, whatever. So I went for a little run pregame around Winchester High School into like which Woburn, is brand new, uh, Brand-ish new, right? Brandish it's huge. New. Yeah. And um, there's actually there's an abandoned ski area in Woburn.
1: There was not there was an
0: abandoned ski area right near Horn Pond There's like
1: Prospect Hill and Waltham
0: well, well, that's well, I covered that ground like a few weeks ago, but like there's there's some pretty cool abandoned ski areas around um um, but I found, I think I found like the old, old, old trails and fences for it. But I didn't actually see anything more exciting than that. But it's also a place to go hiking, um, so I enjoyed finding. What is
1: the vertical drop of this abandoned uh, ski area? I'm not area? a skier, dude. So do you I'm know gonna... what the name of this abandoned ski area was?
0: Uh, I knew two weeks ago, but I didn't look <laughs> it up again yesterday, so that's what I learned.
1: So who else did you share your birthday with on February fifteenth? I, I listed a few: uh, Gal- Galileo. So um, abandoned ski areas. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah. Actually, the. There's one ski area up in Maine that was abandoned. There's so many in Maine that are abandoned now, but they're bringing one back. One of my favorites, Saddleback Mountain, it was a little close to Sugarloaf.
0: Isn't Saddleback Mountain, like in Rangeley, somewhere else. Somewhere yeah. else. A more famous Saddleback Mountain. And then there's Prospect
1: Hill and Waltham.
0: I remember that. Now there's that's that's where the radar installation is on top.
1: So I saw know. the th- things that I learned last this week. nothing yeah. sp- things that I saw this week. I was was out for a morning jog. I'll say jog because I wasn't really running. And I came across the coolest skunk I've ever seen. I actually have a picture on my phone, but you know, which, which, uh, and actually I stopped traffic for it. I was very proud of myself because it was trying to cross the road and it went back and forth a couple of times and I stopped a big, uh, tree truck so it could cross. What a hero. And this, this is the skunk. I'm going to show this to Julie. Look at that bad boy. You saw in the middle of the day? Yeah. No, in the morning, seven o'clock. That's very white. Isn't that crazy? Oh my gosh. It's like a skunk with a hairpiece. No joke. Yeah. So I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if he's actually a skunk wow. or just a possum pretending to be a skunk, but. Uh, anyway. Dave, you asked me. It's Mount
0: Tawanda. Horn, Tawanda. Horn Pond Mountain, Mount Tawanda. Horn Pond
1: Mountain. Uh, Ho- home of the, of the ever, never ending rope toe.
0: So uh, before we get to some more professional questions, Dave, um, three movies were teased last night at the Super Bowl. Okay. We heard about Top Gun, uh, we heard about Fast Nine, Fast and Furious Nine. And we heard about the twenty-fifth James Bond movie that all coming out soon. Which one are you most excited about? None. None of the above. You can't rank one, two, and three. I, Bond twenty-five, I, Fast like, Nine, or Top Gun. There's sea like Wolf? a fourth Despicable Me movie coming. That's out. not I'm, exciting. I'm all
1: over that, but I gotta tell you, none of those. Nah.
0: Julie, which Julie. one? Top Gun, Fast Nine, Bond twenty five. Which one are you gonna see as soon as it comes out? Bond twenty five. That's the right answer. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, I'm in order, you know, Bond twenty five,
1: fast nine. Top gun sequel, don't need it now. So Julie it, Julie you know? Julie is lacking a mic today, so she has to share my mic and she smells great. Leaning, over here. Leaning. Yeah. yeah. Bond twenty five, no time
0: to die. I mean Bond movies are getting That could be
1: the new name name of our podcast.
0: So Jules, I mean Bond movies. Are getting better and better, wouldn't you agree? I mean, from Casino Royale, the Quantum Solace to, oh, to I Skyfall. It. I mean, Skyfall they say is the best one ever. I would agree, you know. And I love the music yeah, too. So good, so good, so dark, and Fast Nine is just candy. Can't wait. Top Gun, whatever, an old old aging fighter pilot. Gonna, like, I'm not 30 gonna, 30 gonna watch. Later. I'm not gonna
1: watch Fast Nine Five. I was gonna play Grand Theft Auto. Go for go it, go dude. From, go from there and go vroom, vroom. All right, no NASCAR.
0: Yeah, sure. All right, Dave. Uh Medical question, right? So. I work with kids you work with kids two weeks ago every kid i knew was sick right kids were sick out of of control last week half of my staff was sick this year i feel like the other half of the stack staff is uh, sick so um i guess you know is is it true that this is your busiest month because all the kids get sick in winter I
1: say that, is it's not busy. We have busy. Every month seems busy. This these months are really busy because yeah, the viruses and the flus and the respiratory illnesses and the GI illnesses just sweep in the area and right. it, it it gets a little bonkers. But we, we, it, seasonally, we have you know in the summer we have our we have our injuries and okay. you know, we have our physicals all year round and our camp physicals and our school physicals. But yeah, in terms of illnesses, yeah, this is this is the time. This this seasonal this seasonal. Um, like ebbs and flows to different to different illnesses that we see, but right now it's crazy. When you
0: let the least busy.
1: Um, yeah. 6 a.m. in the morning before I get to work. <laughs> I
0: need eight six in the morning. All right. I mean, summer,
1: summers summer is much quieter on the weekends specifically because there's just sure. less illnesses. But all right, it's interesting you say this because I often will find that leading up into a break, like right before December break, right before February break, we are just bonkers. Sure, and then there's often a reset because kids are out of the schools and there's less there's less transmission, and then it kind of goes down a little bit, and then it builds back up again slowly. But um, wash your hands. So.
0: The, the debate that all parents have, right? Sh- should we call the doctor? Should we go to the doctor? What percentage of folks that come in can you end up treating versus like, hey, it's going to run its course, you know? Is and, is and is it always worth it to come in, you know, aside from the fact that it's better for you if the kids come in, you know, profitability-wise? Yeah,
1: no, yeah I think, you know, we love to keep people out. Um, and a lot of times we just need to see kids to make sure that they aren't getting sicker because it kind of falls on us, you know, if we can help them. Um yeah I mean this time of year there's a lot of you know j- just keep doing the same but a lot of parents will want to you know come in to get the reassurance that their kids are okay and nothing else needs to be treated like you know a virus turning into a bacterial infections such as pneumonia, ear infection, make sure the kids aren't dehydrated. Um, Now we lose a lot for these viruses. There's a lot of things that we can do such as this Tamiflu medicine for the flu virus which you don't have to use for every healthy kid but it doesn't hurt. So there's a lot more that we can do um, but there's also questions, do we have to do it? So I say there's value, you know, but I think that I remember when I was training at Boston City Hospital, there was a odor ER doctor, um, this is the, the old city hospital, not the new one, who the, the emergency room was just overrun by patients and families who basically got their primary care in the emergency room. Yep. And they were just, they were backed up by like two, three hours. And she walked out and said, Everybody who is not that sick needs to go home and follow up with your doctor on Monday. It was a Sunday. And nobody moved. And she said, I repeat, everybody who is sick, not that sick, please go home because we are just so backed up. We have to only see the sicker kids. Nobody moved. She went from child to child, looked at them and said, you're not sick. You go home. You're sick. You stay. And she was kicking people out of the emergency room because, yeah, not everybody needs to be seen. But uh, often people do want to be seen and get that, um, that affirmation that they're okay. Wow. Great answer. So what I mean so what so let's say a hundred kids come in
0: and see you in over the, the two week period how many folks are you actually prescribing something for to get better that's
1: ooh, I, I'm going to say like hundred out of hundred I'm going to say probably fifteen percent maybe so mm. most p- most just go home rest eat drink yeah but there's also course, right? there's also a lot of kids who come in coughing wheezing, and wheezing we give them inhalers sure. so so that's a treatment and there yep. are kids that we give antibiotics um Tamiflu right now so maybe a little bit higher twenty five percent or thirty percent maybe
0: and do you see like and I don't know how it works so it, is it the case where you know, the week of January 3rd, you're seeing all these kids from Bedford. And then next week, oh, here come the Esterbrook kids who are all getting sick at the same time. Do you see these clusters or, or do you even differentiate? Like, oh, no, but everyone's just coming in. It's It's that month, you know, and... Do you watch the spread of the uh, flu, or do you hear about it from the board of health, or how, how does it go? Or is just you know yeah, they,
1: we actually we you know we're good about kind of just tracking things. So in the office, definitely um, some of my colleagues like uh, Carissa Glavin, nurse practitioner, um, will kind of watch the flu and see you know you know what, if we're seeing what other people are seeing um, you know from the CDC. But yeah, it's 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 usually pretty you know it's community based, but but communities that that, that are close to each other. So what Bedford's seeing, we're seeing it in Lexington, and what we're seeing in Lexington. And they're also seeing probably in Waltham and, and our, my friends in um, you know, Weston. So it's, it's 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 usually it's usually pretty communal, I'd say.
0: So the, the illnesses don't discriminate, you know. Yeah. It, it will make the but not Carlisle, yeah, no, you like, know. It's like the snow
1: line, <laughs> like the 128, right? right exactly. A star, a star, which is, I think, very interesting. Um, well, I do too, actually. Tell me about that.
0: Well... I just remember driving one one time from from belmont to to Framingham and it was raining in Belmont and the second I hit the hill on route two and came down it was snowing like crazy it's amazing and then there's always a snow north of the pike and it actually once you cross the pike it start it stops snowing it's it's yeah. there's something there about you know the cement and the temperature and the yeah. And the wind and, and the heat that's trapped in the ground, and yeah, but it's it's
1: Yeah, but it's interesting also to watch when you talk about the viruses, how it kind of, you know, you watch these these maps, these flu maps, right. and, and how it kind of just spreads slowly, what we're seeing right now with different viruses, some to be named later, um, as they're kind of spreading across the United States. But more to come.
0: Yeah. And is it true, I mean, you know, the kids get it first, the adults get it second. I mean, that's sort of... Par for the course. I'd say
1: that's. I mean, your biggest risk. I think your biggest risk as a parent. Actually, the biggest, like the biggest risk for. A younger kid in the family is, is, a, is an older sibling who's bringing it home, you know, from daycare or, mm-hmm. or, or, or kindergarten. Yeah, parents get it from their kids. I mean, in our, in our office, you know, our exposures are our patients In you know, the front desk staff. You know, they probably need like a sneeze guard up, up at the front desk sometimes. But yeah, but, but they're at risk. Um, yeah, I'd say, you know, but, but you get it from work too. You get it from going, going to the movies, sitting in that movie theater, right? You get it to going to these crowded areas. But yeah, I'd say that kids bring it home to their parents a lot.
0: And I, I always I assume this is true, Dave. I tell people it's it's not the cold that makes you sick. Otherwise, people in Norway would just die because it's cold all the time. It's just it's that you're indoor and the germs are inside and the air is trapped inside and there's more germs are just around that you're not washing. Is that is that true or is that my interpretation of? I'd say that's science? really that's
1: really true and yeah. partly. Um, really true, partly. Partly. There we go. Partly. That's a podcast name right there. <laughs> no, it's because no, you know, it's exposure. It's an uncirculated air. So you're right. There's more stuff circulating around. It's like that's why flying on an airplane. You know, is can be risky this time of year in terms of if you're you, you not if you not wanting to get sick. But it's the closed environment; it's the viruses staying on all those surfaces for a long time. But yeah, it's not the cold. But actually, you know, people who there's that you know that wives' tear right? Your parents tell you to, to put your jacket on, put your hat on. You're so gonna you gonna catch a cold. cold, and you're gonna get sick. And it's maybe that more that your body get stressed out a little bit and lowers your immune system that's where we see a lot of kids who come home from college you know they're they're fatigued they're stressed out you know from finals and not sleeping well and then and they're, and they're getting sick from that more their immune system is probably lower due to the stress but also they're in that environment as well like you just said where they're exposed to everything but yeah it's not it's not specifically the cold that's why people from maine are tougher less sick um
0: I'm gonna leave that alone for a second. Um, just to ask, remember, we talked about the flu two weeks ago. I thought that was really exciting. Um, I, I meant to ask you one more question about the flu vaccine, yeah. you know, which we talked about uh, efficacy and. Um, so, do you, do you get it for free and give it out for free? How does it work? You know, do I get it for free? Does, like, does Bedford Pediatrics get a shipment of flu vaccines and they're like, here? you get some give them out do you have to pay for them it's a, that's a great question the patients don't pay for them right like how does how does it so work
1: so flu va- vaccines in general in Massachusetts mm-hmm. um, are free to are uh, distributed by the Department of Public Health yep. so all your routine vaccines that kids need yep. we get for free okay. the only thing we may charge for is an administration charge yep um, but every vaccine every, everybody can get that under, under 18 mm-hmm. um, over 18 I think the flu vaccine um, it, it's, that's covered by insurance usually but yeah so so, in my office, my staff just get the vaccine basically through the office. You know, right. we, you know, we pay for that. Um, yeah, but everybody who uh, needs a vaccine can can get it.
0: So any any adult can basically get the vaccine for free.
1: That's a, I don't in know about adults towns, specifically. Right? I don't know how you get your. Like, but townwide flu clinics. You are not charged yeah, yeah, for, for those. It. They take exactly. your name and then that's it, yeah. right? Yeah, kids, yeah, for the kids. they
0: schedule with you, they come in and it says, just do it, no charge. Exactly. Right. Well,
1: the towns get so many, are allotted, you know, they order so many vaccines and then they give them out. But so, so, it's a,
0: so it's a federal program. It's not like towns have to budget for it and pay for it, right? They just get a bunch from the government and they give them
1: out. They get it from the yeah, Department of Public Health. Um But it's interesting because you can only get, like, we have to, ahead of time, we have to. Kind of um, predict how much vaccine we're going to need um, from the state um, based on our last year's use. So we may, we could run out of vaccine and then not have enough and then you'd get it somewhere else. Has and, it happened before? Uh, yeah. I think um, not recently to me, um, but definitely in the office. And they, for example, this year they brought back the spray, the right. nasal spray. And we, we asked for like 400 doses and we only got 200 and we ran out um, because they only had a, made so much and allotted so much. So it, it's, um, but for vac- your routine vaccines, your chicken pox, your, your polios, whatever you, that's all supplied by the state, which is kind of cool. I went, I went to a, um, like a conference one time. It's actually more of a pharmaceutical promotional thing, I'd say. And they, and they were talking about vaccines and they were asking practices if they would use these certain vaccines that they were, that, that the companies were coming out with. Um, and they were really focusing on how much of a, um, uh, office could make per vaccine. Like if you know, if, so if you bought this new vaccine, you could you could charge this much and make that much that, that much. And I, I, I was actually you know, it's nice for me to say that you know, majority of vaccines come from the state, so so there's no profit really there specifically. Um, it's more, it's just you know, we get it, we give it.
0: How long do they keep for? Like if you order chickenpox vaccines, it keep for a year, keep for two years, just seasonal.
1: Uh, no they stay for a long time there are expiration dates at least a year or so but you, yes. you, but you have to um refrigerate them appropriately um so vaccines have to be in the freezer and there's actually a huge monitoring program now we, had, we years ago we had to start um buying these these high level refrigerators that um you know, that kept the vaccines better and stored them better because there was oftentimes with if the if the refrigerator um, wasn't functioning properly and the temperature deviated too much the vaccines weren't possibly effective so we have this huge monitoring system now um so in case the you know the, 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 in case the power out, the refrigerator you know stays cold for a long time you have to monitor the temperatures on them very closely because of any deviation then the vaccine's are not good but the vaccines have kept properly last a long time
0: i like that we're, we're pro vaccine in our house obviously
1: i think yeah i think you use i think i think your house used most of our supply <laughs>
0: that's good wow um go to the gym last week dave
1: I did. I went to the gym today, didn't you? I went to the gym today. Yeah. Yes, I did. That's why you're and so feisty. I, yeah, that's why I'm <laughs> pumped up. Well, I actually seen Chris Shaw's, you know, pipes next to mine. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I and now I I'm next to Julie. She, she's looking good, but but Chris Shaw, I mean, his, he, he was, uh, he was, he, he inspired me. I, actually, after after he saw us, it was, it was the next day he was going to work out. He works out in Wuben at some um, like, like a training place, you know. But uh, no, I was I was at the gym. Yourself, you go to the gym this week? Not enough. Not enough. Not enough. I went yesterday morning. It was fine. Speaking of the gym, you is it John Cena? You see him in that? Uh,
0: that was a good commercial, the Jimmy Fallon commercial. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that with Usain Bolt, right? Exactly. And, you know, that was a fun one. Uh, Jules, do you uh, do any fitness this week? Any any good walks? Do you hit the gym here in Avalon? What's uh, What would you do? Just thinking about it. Sounds like a no. Sounds like a no.
2: Friday was the last time <laughs> I worked out. <laughs> I had to Three think about days ago. It's it. fine.
0: It's fine.
1: Um. <laughs> do you yeah. ever, do, There actually is a gym in this in this uh, development here. Have you ever used the gym here?
2: Oh yeah, it's great. As uh, as tenants of Avalon, the Lex Media employees are allowed to use the gym, and it's awesome. Oh, that's really cool. Everything you could everything you could want, except a pool. Although we are allowed to use the pool in the summer, I'm told. I haven't taken advantage of that yeah. yet, but yeah, the gym is great. I heard
1: that Dave Osley's uh, chest circumference went up an inch since he's been here. Is that true? That him and him and uh, Jim Shaw are going to have a bench press contest in the next month or so. I don't think, think Julius observing that. I no, I'm looking for. <laughs> I'll spot them. We used to have a. When we had Brandeis, we initiated a bench press contest. We we brought a, a bench press out onto Chapel Field. We put it on a platform. Who's we? We. Who's the
0: we in this scenario? We, there was a, a couple of guys. You no, we had you this, know? this we had this
1: whole gym culture, this whole weight room culture. That okay, was okay, who's the we? That was Just the, like old, the fraternity. That was and the, and the premed no, and guys. The, and that was the old guys gym. from Maine? What is this? That was the old gym with the. Do you, you, you we ever in the old gym No I went to house after you remember So the old the, nice stuff, the old the yeah. old weight room was great had those old universal machines in one section those bikes you know that with like the belts on I it I remember the bikes with And the belts. we had a, we had a weight room in there and the weights were like all Discombobulated, kind of like what Hayden used to be, rusty. Uh, yeah, missing this and that. But the best part about it was the heat never shut off in that place. So, in, in it, so you'd be in there lifting. That's the best
0: part about it. Dave? Well, yeah. this,
1: in, a, in a in a in a ironic kind of way, so you'd be lifting there at night, say ten o'clock, nine o'clock at night, and it it was like you know it was like you know June or May, whatever we used to in school, and it was really hot. So you had to open the windows up because it was so hot. and The heat was on, but you opened up all the windows, and all the moths and mosquitoes came in. So you'd be Working out and with the heat on, you know, just with just with you know, try not to get bit and uh, and have a moth land on you. So, so but how anyway, do you bench go
0: from the gym to chapels? That's not even. Yeah, close Yes, so we then. had this
1: weight room culture, and we spent a lot of time in the gym. Some guys were powerlifting. The, my good friend of mine, Dave Lowne who is now a physician somewhere.
0: As in Lowne like the building at Brandeis. Lowne
1: yeah, as in, as in um like uh, L-O-W-N. like like Grandpa built the building. at Brandeis? I don't know if he's related to him, but he his his father or grandfather actually is from, I'm pretty sure Lewiston where I'm from, or Auburn the other yeah, across the river and a famous cardiologist from the like the lounge group who was a very very famous cardiology group but anyways we, we, there's a lot of lifters we had a, a good culture back then and just to promote this we actually had i should uh, we had brand we had brandeis gym t-shirts that we started we printed out we had like yeah it wasn't quite a fraternity again who's the we like who are these guys <laughs> <laughs> what's happening uh, oh this guy ed math and i can i think dave Loun was part so of so you, you found
0: a bench you dragged
1: the up no, to we, Chapels no we, field. Took, we took the bench press from the gym, put it up on a platform on Chapel's Field and had a bench press contest. But
0: how did you move it from the gym to Chapel's Field? It's like a mile somebody, and a half. Somebody, somebody's back no, on his
1: truck. So yeah, the whole thing was based on your weight. So it wasn't how much you benched, it was benched on your weight. Percent your of body weight. weight. Yeah, so I, I smiley didn't participate, but I was spotting people. I'm not sure even how I got on this conversation. There, um, someone,
0: okay, listeners, help Photos, please, of the great bench press competition at Brandeis in uh, <laughs> 1987 whatever it was. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That sounds like a big party.
1: It was a good time. Wow. I, actually, I actually was a... Um, I was a weight room monitor back then, and I that was my one of my my, my first and only jobs at Brandeis, and I got fired from that job because by Coach Cowan. You remember Coach Cowan, the soccer? Do I remember Coach Cowan? Are you kidding me? Come Do you on. Of course remember? I remember Coach well, Cowan. He taught ma-
0: me. He taught me. I took weightlifting with Cowan. You did not,
1: and I took squash with Bickford, and he was a shady dude. Speaking speaking of you know soccer soccer greats, oh, right? The Brandeis God. soccer team was was uh, was like a. A, a great team. But yeah, so, so, uh, coach Cowan hired me and. Cowan or Coven? Coven. 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 Thank you. Coven. Thank you. Yeah. Coven hired me and fired me.
0: Well, uh, Julie, uh, I was not, I, we both talked about Brandeis employment at the gym. I talked about like, intramural bookkeeping with a yellow vest. You got fired from oh, yeah. by coach Coven. Yeah. Wow. Do you remember, you um, remember Coach O'Brien, basketball coach? No, he was gone. He was no, it's, gone we gone had, by stills. We had stills. stills. Uh, um, wow, Dave, good, go, go Brandeis. Roll dice, roll wow. dice, roll. Um, what else you've been learning about Dave what else you've been observing and wondering about recently other than the fact that you're not excited for any of the movies that I'm excited about
1: i um, I can't say I've been learning anything anything <laughs> i no, no i'm I'm interested in this whole disney channel uh culture which is disney plus uh, Disney plus yeah, no thanks no it's was amazing how many people are are, are, are are signing up for that college kids, high school kids. Um, into yeah, and, and people going back to the thro- you know, the throwback shows, um, and Mandalorian. I, I haven't done it yet, but um, Madison, my daughter, you know, has moved on from Disney High School Musical One, Two, Three to The Descendants, and now she wants to watch Zombies. I don't know if you've seen Zombies, but some good, good, good theater there. You, you lost me after High School Musical Three, you know. Let's go back to Colvin.
0: Well, I mean, High School Musical is special to me. I like One and Three, Two is terrible. I know, Jules, were you a high school musical person? No, because. Um.
2: No, no, no mm. not really. But I thought the descendants were cute. Oh, you watched, you saw that. I have seen the de- descendants.
0: I no, you guys are speaking in code, whatever that means. So, this is the second week in a row we've had a high school musical reference because Chris was in Bye Bye Birdie. We talked about it last week. Was? Yeah, yeah, he, he was, was in by di- Br- the Diamond Br- Middle School yeah. Uh, Conrad. He put right? some it's great pants. pride in that.
2: Um, one thing before we transfer from uh, our discussion about working out, I forgot to mention that I did buy myself. Oh. Okay a Fitbit Versa light um, because I'm interested in tracking my steps and I am assuming I am too sedentary and this is going to show me uh, how much I need to walk. So I was going to ask you guys, how many steps a day do you think is a goal for me oh. or what is good?
0: Well, the the urban legend is like it's got to be 10,000. but I feel like that was probably arbitrarily set by someone and just you take t- ten thousand steps doesn't mean they're quality steps, but you know you know, I run, you know, most days da, uh, da da da. So I think I shoot I probably end up somewhere around ten to fifteen thousand on an average day. Um but does it track like like the Apple Watch does standing, how often you're standing and then your burn calories, so that's just sort of steps sort of be doing. And, and how'd you decide on that versus this like is an Versa Apple Watch? Light. <laughs> So what's the verse that's fat,
1: sounds right? Like, <laughs> it sounds like a bear commercial from last night. <laughs> that's right. But like Big Seltzer. Um, well, uh, so what can you And the kid from Everett throws that. We, right, as right. we've also
0: talked about. Does that, give, does that do the pulse too or is that just steps? Or are you just sort of having fun with it I'm just figuring it out?
2: Exactly. I'm just figuring it out. There are not a lot of features on there, which I like. So that's what. that's why I was drawn to it. Um, no, I can't, you know, get phone notifications and texts and all that, which I don't want. So it's mostly, it's my steps, um, heart rate and really not much else because it's light I, I don't think because it's, light. it's light.
0: i wish you much success and and report back like you can use like the seven day averages of steps you can pull it up over there um i do enjoy that it's also cool when you go for like a really long one you're like oh i took thirty thousand steps today you're like i conquered the world the weird thing for me is like i run to kids who get these who are like seven mm-hmm. and like i need ten thousand steps like you're seven you you don't right i'm gonna burn a thousand calories i'm like do you know how hard that is Right. it's really hard to burn a thousand calories while exercising especially if you mm-hmm. weigh like 50 pounds so kids should probably not be uh, going crazy on track and stuff. Uh, that's just my take. I don't know. But Dave, Dave has uh, just you know good old Timex over there, right? There we go.
1: What's that? Oh, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. It is a Timex.
0: No interest there. in getting a fitness tracker there, Dave, or wearable no, tech?
1: I was actually interested in that because a lot of people come in with Apple Watches now into the office, yep. and I think it's neat to take you away from your phone, but I think it's also a distraction. When you're sitting there seeing every email and text coming in and what Julie has is neat that's not doing that' it's just tracking her stuff well you can tune it I, I only get the text because actually it's nice to not have to like stop yeah. pull it out and like tap
0: tap tap you can just talk to it and it's pretty good and I enjoy that piece of it it is a it is like not necessary but I do enjoy it for the fitness pieces and for not having to use my phone for everything what is
1: it how I don't even know like how many what does ten thousand steps translate into like how many miles would that be I don't know <laughs> what do, what do you, know? you don't what know? What do I know? Yeah. Uh, I looked at that once. I don't know. It's
0: fine. If I if I run five k, damn, hitting ten thousand steps automatically. Basically, with the stuff I'm doing,
1: you take little steps though. You uh, you. Well, I'm not getting your any, stride. i My stride's not getting, not, stride stride not getting any so more powerful. You got to Yeah, you got. some tight hammies though. You got to stretch all those hammies. Those ham hocks of yours. It It also
2: tracks. <laughs> She's back. And water, if
1: I it to tracks food. It and tracks water. What? You can do what? how does it track water? Do you uh, enter in when check, you drink. There's a, there's a you
2: can, yeah, you can enter how much water you you drink, and you can also uh, track your food if you'd like. But I think I need the app. I need to go to the app for that. Um, so I will uh, keep you posted. Do you, do you
0: keep a food journal now? Because I yes. d- you do.
2: Yes.
0: Wow.
1: I'm sorry. Is that just for like
0: reflection, or because?
1: Wait, well, you're, you're drinking some water right now, Julie. How are you going to enter that in? <laughs> Which doesn't monitor your actual water weight. <laughs> that's a good one. She can't even swallow. <laughs>
0: you ask her. <your laughs> <mid, laughs> oh, my goodness. Mid, mid gulp right there.
1: <laughs> track my water and my food. Yeah, I mean, that's sure just crazy. You should track how, much, how many calories you burn burning by tapping the damn thing. Oh. oh. Look, it's got a calculator yeah. on it, too. It's got space invaders on it. I actually had this a was, space this is a thrilling invaders. podcast. Watch I had, a, I had space. You can. See, I had a space invaders watch when I was in seventh grade, eighth grade. That was a cool. So I was so cool. That was right after my switchblade comb, which I had. A oh, hat. that was very cool. Yeah, yeah. That was cool for like that. like thirty minutes. Yeah, it was but, probably cool for a, longer than thirty minutes. When I, when
0: I was in fifth grade, I a my hat. mine had like that's so awesome. Is it a real knife? No. Yeah,
1: but then after if you're the fifth kid to get it, it's just okay. I know what that is. Gela, that's it. just a switchblade comb. Yeah. Is that a space invaders watch? Yes, it is. Um, I also had a calculator watch that was cool you ever get one of those the, the, I remember little, those all the little, little things on little, it yeah, the, yeah yeah
0: yeah it's well it's like fun. all these things that used to be cool with the graphing calculator that had the games on it I remember that you know and now these things just are much more savvy than you know, what we're used to so Whatever. Uh, What else? I saw. I saw a play, Dave. I saw a play recently. Uh, Broadway or no high school musical? uh, We're sitting around and started. I'm like, I don't want to go to the movies again. I want to do something different. Like, what's playing? So we went down to the Huntington Theater. We did not. And uh, we saw a play which you did. You may have. You may enjoy called "We All Fall Down." The premise is like there's this this, uh, family in Westchester that decides for the first time ever to have a Passover Seder. And the wife's going to have surprise the husband by having a Passover Seder. And what is it like for this sort of secular Jewish family to plan a Seder when they don't know what it's all about? And they invite their Christian neighbor and, and the daughters are having family issues and it's this great sort of commentary on like aging and kids aging. So it was funny for various reasons. It probably would be funnier for some of like my dad's age so I told him to go see it, but it, it, was, a, it was a cool thing to do. Was that a,
1: was that a musical? No. Like was the a, no, Seder straight, actually no, no, is? Straight,
0: no, no, straight drama, hour
1: 40, um, you know, all spoken. I wish they had put that on back when Kastraw was in middle school. That would have been awesome. Yeah. He could have played Elijah. It would have been great. Speaking of you, so you, you saw it with, you, your dad would have enjoyed that. I heard your dad came over for the Super Bowl.
0: My dad just stopped by for this. How was house. that? He comes by every year for some of the. Did he game.
1: bring any special, um, any chips and dip or anything great to have at the Super
0: Bowl? Well, ironically, he bought some ice cream. If you know my dad, he's a health nut, and I haven't seen him eat ice cream in a long time. So my wife's like, you know, that your dad brought ice cream, not sorbet. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of strange.
1: Did he bring like a just like a like a, like a pint? Like a pint just with one spoon for like A pint. And just, and did he, he share he, it, or was for and, uh, himself?
0: He and Oren had some, and my wife, not. my wife. Well, first of all, it's chocolate, so she can't have any. And I like, was like, yeah, well, no, thanks. Um, so we we I enjoyed watching them enjoy the ice cream, and
1: I just thought it was weird that he brought over ice cream.
0: Did he Did he uh,
1: maximize his steps by walking from his condo to your place? You to know burn I think the calories, he he'd, you know? he'd
0: been out and about, so he kind of rolled in for the second half. Did but he
1: come and say, "I've got ice cream"? Everybody kind of did I've say got that. Got some kinda ice like, cream, kind of like uh, Moe's right in Lexington. There we go. There you go. Um, you're like dad, be quiet and watch the game.
0: Florida man story, Julie. Florida man story. All right, so Florida. This is good. This is this is echoing, uh, you know, the fugitive and U.S. Marshals. If you've seen those movies, I hope they have some sequels coming out uh, soon. Yeah. Well, fugitive is on my all-time pantheon, just for the record. Uh, have you seen No Country for Old Men? Uh, of course. It's a great movie. Just well, you we, we can do the Javier. Javiar. No, Brogan no, I'm talking about what's like.
1: it? No, forget Javier, the other guy, um, Tommy Lee Jones. Well, this well, I mean Tommy's special. Um Florida
0: man, a wanted Florida man, tried to evade. Arrest. I didn't.
1: I didn't in South Javier because he's very scary in that movie. I don't want. Him, I don't want him coming at me. I he's think a he's a great, great actor, great
0: I, villain, great Bond villain right. in Skyfall. A wanted Florida man tried to evade arrest by hiding under a water in a pond, but was swiftly busted by police when he was forced to come up for air. <laughs>
1: How long was he in the water for? <laughs> That's a good question. So he wasn't using one of those, <laughs>
0: just, one of those the li- water lily pads for straws and, and to like breathe a, like, through, like in Doctor No, right? There you uh, go. Daniel Christopher Booth of McLeaney, Florida, had warrants out for his arrest from Baker County for selling meth. Uh, last week, authorities got word that he was at work in a local solar plant and went to collar him. And Booth decided that he didn't want to go to jail and tried to make his escape and ran away. Um, we can only assume that Mr. Booth has seen one too many action movies and thought he could hide from the canine teams by hiding under the water in a pond. However, he didn't take into account that he's not a fish and had to come up for air and was quickly captured. I'm not so, sure. Sorry, Florida man couldn't grow gills underwater like Harry I'm Potter. Not, did I'm not sure. Survive the
1: hunt. There's so many favorite parts of the story. My favorite part is that. They- that they say he decided that he didn't want to go to jail. That's an assumption, right? Ah. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. into the idea. That's why I'm leaving because I'm I actually don't, want to, to don't want to go to jail. Don't want I'm gonna go into water. That reminds me. Anyways, go on.
0: It reminds you of what There's
1: a, there was um there was one time when one of my friends was outside. Um, actually, he was he was. This is the Brandeis story. No, this is back in Maine. My friend Mark Berg, great guy. Him and another friend were outside. Actually, near the synagogue where. My father was the rabbi on Court Street. On Court Street, how did you pull that out of somewhere? Because you mentioned in the first podcast, Court Street. Yeah. And Anyways, I said court, they were, and you they said were outside court. hanging out, doing what high schoolers do, and they said all of a sudden they saw my father come out of the synagogue, and they didn't want him to see them, but they had nowhere to run. So Mark Burgoyne decided that he would just stand there in the dark and think like a tree so that Rabbi Geller would not find him. He was, Mark was probably in a little altered state of mind at that point, so he just stood there, not moving in the dark, until my dad walked up to him and said, what are you Mar- doing, Mark? are you doing, Mark? <laughs> being a tree. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking like a tree. All right.
0: Busted. Busted by the rabbi. A good Brandeis story, it was, it was uh, probably my junior year, and it was about to be senior week, and I was hanging out with my buddy Dave Center, uh, who was living in like Sheffries, Dave, up in North, which is, you know, there's that sort of, there's that wall above the peripheral road where Jeffries was. And somehow, this is an off the record story that's on the record. Like somebody in the hallway that wasn't us had like knocked down one of the exit signs that was hanging off of the ceiling with like something that was made out of wood. It wasn't me, it wasn't Dave. And the aria sort of like, ran out in the hallway and said like what are you doing and my friend Dave Center booked out of the door of Jeffrey's and just like jumped off of like the little hill (laughs) and then landed on the peripheral road and rolled and ended up like spraining his knee or fracturing something and had told his dad like he did it doing something else and then when the bill came home his dad was like says right here you know jumping off of a large hill was the source of the injury not like playing basketball he's like oh yeah well that also happened
1: did he go to the Waltham Weston Hospital for his for his? it game? wasn't called
0: Waltham Weston in 96 I, yeah, I think it was, yeah. it was called I don't think it was yeah. uh, well you would know not me uh, he your, probably went. I probably, Brandeis, drove, him, probably Brandeis, drove
1: him over there actually Brandeis know? shenanigans hope your ankle was okay then was, uh, was not around your it breath, wasn't like.
0: me it was him it was, I was watching I watched him leap off of the hill I'm like what are you doing I've been a great Boston sports video, right? If we had that on tape, yeah, I actually remember the RA's name, it was Sachin Pai. I'll never forget it. Oh my gosh, this is probably '98, '99. Uh, Julia, I, I did there, there's been some follow up on the Meghan Markle stuff that I just want to sort of chat with you about, real, real briefly, because I was pretty firm into my Meghan defense, and we had a good give and take about royal, royalist, and loyalist, and what was he doing to Harry and pulling the Meghan Markle. And immediately afterwards, um, I think we all saw some information. That really put into perspective, like why why it was that she felt like the press was treating her press was treating her badly, and I felt I actually did feel authentically empathetic for her, yeah. Because in the juxtaposition of what the press would say about Kate Middleton, about pregnancy and, and healthy living, and how it was just so indulgent of her, you know, opinions and, and and ideas, and how they would just rip Meghan Markle for doing the same things, and it just felt so racially biased and dirty. I'm like, you know what, Megan, like an extra validation for you to say, head back to North America. On the flip side, like we've seen, you know, I think I saw that this week also and this morning, some, you know, some someone posted how, how you're now supposed to address the two of them when you see them in North America. So, you know, as Which you call what? them, your highness, you call them something else. So with the affection and sympathy for Meghan, I, if I run into Meghan and Harry, well, I won't be calling them. Um, you know, Your Honor or Your Highness. I'm like, hey, what's up, Harry? Right, what's right, up, Megan? Right. But I just want to say I'm doubling down on supporting the the Brexit for uh for, yeah. for 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 the royal for the formerly royal couple. So I just want to update you on where I was with that.
2: Okay, excellent. I've got two things for you. All right. Um, I too kind of feel bad for yeah. I, I do. I just guess I didn't know her that well, and I was watching some YouTube videos <laughs> on her charitable work. Sure. Um, and I was impressed with that. And that might have even been before she became a princess. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, wow, okay, she's she's legit. Yeah. And then the other thing that my heart really feels bad about is Harry losing his mother. I loved Princess Diana. I'll never forget when she died. That was devastating. Um, but when you hear from his side, he just um, doesn't want his, his wife. He's just afraid. Yeah. He's just got fear and doesn't want his wife. Um, wife to be you know chased or harmed by the paparazzi so he's just i think he's coming from a place of fear so i i empathize with him for that uh but but (laughs) but Uh, on the other hand (laughs) but they do have uh responsibilities he has responsibilities that he was born into and she she didn't have to choose this life she knew what she was getting into so, we don't know. Is she pulling the strings? Is he saying, you know, I've always wanted to get out and now you're kind of helping me to do mm-hmm. it? Or, mm-hmm. you know, so we don't know. But I will tell if, if anybody's wondering why Vancouver, why did they live there? Mm-hmm. Why is that where they want to live? Oh, because that's where she lived during her filming of Suits. Oh,
1: yeah. There we go.
0: The, well, Suits was filmed in the Vancouver? Mm-hmm. Who knew? Yeah.
2: He's in love.
1: Right, he's well, a he's a family doing, man so yeah. he's, Exactly, he's doing. He's um, you know, things think that things are uh, fluid, right? Things it, change. This and, is um, a
2: big piece of history, though, for people who are royal watchers. I mean, Harry has abdicated the throne. Oh well, and some well, say, oh well, he's seventh in line or whatever it is. But still, it's it's a big deal to see a royal uh, with uh, with you know that much popularity and celebrity to abdicate. That's, yeah. that's a big I think thing. A,
1: I think there's a Disney movie on this we can watch. We there's probably a couple. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Speaking of Disney, live action Mulan's coming up. you excited for that, Dave?
1: you excited for that? You know, I am excited for that. You should be. If yeah. I tell you, I was, you know, on a side note, you know, watching the commercials, some of the commercials for during the Super Bowl and watching it with my eight-year-old and maybe where more sensitive to things, depending on the age of the people who's in the room with you. Uh-huh. And I was watching that commercial, and I'm like, oh my goodness, Madison, you can't watch this. I was, I often like have her distract distracted from watching. But the nice thing about the about that commercial, it was, I don't know if you saw it, but it was no, it was you know action packed, but there's no blood in it or anything. Yeah, yeah. There's no. And so I, I'm really, I, as a side note, talking about things that we've learned last week. I'm really sensitive to what is on TV, and I was actually uh, interested in what commercials were being shown, such as the WWE stuff, you know, and. And um, I think that the, I think the networks have to be conscious about what they put on during shows like this, and whether you know, especially sporting events where a lot of kids are watching, with all ages, because kids are very impressionable. And the, we I, we didn't go there, but even the halftime show, I think there's a lot to be said for how people are portrayed and what people see, and that, that actually really bothers me in different ways. But yeah, I think we can definitely do better.
2: Agreed. That halftime show. I mean, I love J Lo. Okay, thank you. So we we led with that, but we love to hear oh, your take you? too. Yeah, but tell us some I'm more. Cause sorry. We, no, 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 no. What do
0: you think? Because I mean, we we were not really excited about it. I know. mean,
2: I love J Lo. I saw her, you know in, in concert last summer when she was here. I love her, but you gotta you gotta be aware of what time your show is on the air and that there are kids watching it. And I'm gonna really go deep here, and I'm gonna say, and in this Me Too movement. You want to talk about, you know, isn't it great that women were featured so much in the in the Super Bowl yesterday? Mm. But you can't. I felt it was too suggestive. Hundred percent.
1: All right. I mean, you, you take on messages from from all all the stills and all and all the close ups were. Were that yeah, it was very very suggestive. I well, agree with that. I mean,
0: nothing new here. I mean, this is what the NFL is selling, right? And this is what the advertising always shows us. So some
1: t- some ways we're making progress, and some
0: ways we're not making progress. I was I thought the ter- advertising was bad. Um, this is not a commentary on how like for some reason we allow political ads on television. Other countries don't like. I wish we just did advertising differently, and you know all that stuff. And I'm I'm not excited for the barrage of 2020 campaign ads that we're going to be seeing non-stop now that the primary is coming through election season so just turn off your television and that's why we dvr now because i'm, just, I'm done with the commercials like no thanks All right. no thanks
2: and david what did you did you take your daughter out of the room during the halftime show or did you change the channel
1: um, no, she, she, <laughs> she was actually, um, distracted by her iPad. She was watching, <laughs> um, even better. She, man, was, she was watching the Mandalorian. She was watching toy. To, to, to watch these, she watches these uh, different times, whether it's, it's, uh, the great American or the great British baking show, or she was watching some video of this sister brother team that but play with slime. I mean, stuff like that. So, but I would, yeah. I would turn on a volume or we change it. Um, and my wife and I would, you yeah. know, just kind of, yeah. you, keep you can going. go
0: down to the, slime rabbit hole on YouTube and it is mm. deep It I, is, I'm not even joking like people have the, I know kids who have tutor have like YouTube slime channels like oh yeah. making slime making slime shipping slime like, oh yeah. what?
1: and there's, there's like fluffy slime and what? there's glitter slime and there's textured slime yeah I'm not, I'm not into the slime so Madison loves slime loves making slime Jen hates slime because it's everywhere in the house stuck to everything and the dog. great yeah <laughs> that's great the dogs sometimes want to eat the slime um so other than our birthdays Dave they're coming up soon
0: anything else you're looking forward to next week or two
1: um I don't know I, I, by Hannah actually is home from college today and tomorrow that's nice looking forward to she's home for two days yeah just coming home for a couple days okay decompressed looking forward to winter break i do some skiing yeah I'm actually looking forward to the Bedford Education Foundation so right, next was Saturday going, night, Dave. night Thank you, you so and I are gonna be there together hopefully what's the theme you know the theme um Hollywood? Yeah. So what are you going to wear? I have absolutely no idea. I was going to ask Julie what she... Me too, actually. I have no idea. Is is your wife going? Um, Yes.
0: Okay. So you have to wear something to both of you and let's not have to wear something together. So will this be like, hey, I'll just wear a tux and you'll be a fancy dress and we'll be like going to a fancy award show or we do like a, a costume thing from a movie? Like what do you wear to a Hollywood...
1: Party. I was gonna be a Rod, and she'll be J Lo. I have no Great. idea. Great. Well, her name <laughs> is Jen, so there yeah. we go. No idea. I have no idea. Jules, any advice? What should we wear for a couple of outfits for the Hollywood? Yes, evening?
2: I think you and Liz should uh, repeat your Halloween costume. No, we've of done Elsa. that. We've done that too many times. Oh, really?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we did. The, we, I've done. I I've know, done Elsa really? like four times in five years. I can't. I can't do it again so soon. But I appreciate that. What, who were you? Uh, oh. I was Elsa. I have the. I have the, really? I have the XL Elsa, which I busted out this year for the
1: kids club. What, were, so. what was? Um, well, she was Anna. Oh. But well, because they say
0: that's true love, and like, hey, we're true love also, but not sisterly love. It's actually, you know. Um, so we're, we won't be doing that, but I'm like, should we be like, you know, Game of Thrones character? Should we be like like a like a, like a a photographer and a model? Should we do like just statues? Like I'll be an Oscar, and you can be a, a golden glow. I don't even know what to do. And I don't want to spend like a fortune going down a place All in Arlington. All those ideas you know. are good. I don't like them though, you know. So
2: I but think, I, I, I'm thinking maybe you portray somebody from a, a show. Right, but who? But
0: it's it's like five days away, you know? That's uh. the thing. So I'm, I'm just going to a anxious. And we've made no progress since we first asked the question, hey, what are we going to wear? So, But it was a good time
1: last year. It was a good cause. Looking forward to Yeah, last
0: year was roaring 20s, right? So I yeah. wore the zoot suit, which I wore in the previous that was made, year. That was yeah. a zoo suit made out of
1: paper. People yeah. maché.
0: There are a lot of weird, weird. Yeah, and you weird you taped it together for the. For the I did really month. well in the fake casino last year, though. I did well without winning money. I just won more raffle tickets, but I made a killing. Did you
1: walk out out of there with anything tangible? We
0: won nothing, so I, I won like 100 tickets, and I went O for the.
1: 0, much as I went O
0: for the trivia night handouts, uh, uh, baskets this year, the CS, CSF trivia night. So
2: something easy you could do is one of you could be like the censor. The direct the director of censor, and then the other one could have black tape, tape on his him. mouth. Yeah,
1: I'll, I'll be taped up. That's fine. If so. you explain the costume, then it's tough. If right, you, that's the thing. I was at like, Halloween hey, party. Hey, I'm
0: a mime. Or hey, you know, hey, yeah. you know I,
1: I'm. I was at a Halloween party one one in med school with Jen, mm-hmm. and she had a, a little belly, not her own, but a, a, a play belly with a stegosaurus on it, listening to her belly, and she said, "I'm a prehistoric ultrasound." So she had to explain that to everybody. It was a good idea. Wait,
0: she walked around with a dinosaur attached to her fake belly?
1: Yeah.
0: Like was a, it handmade or did you buy that somewhere?
1: With the the belly or the, the uh, whole thing. Was no, it did, no, like, one was stuff- stuffed like a little stuffed animals like a I
0: that was like a play on like the aliens thing with the with the no, creature busting out of what the What I did,
1: I just ended up smashing a pumpkin on my head and that was and that was my costume. That was good.
0: Which was what a Smashing pumpkin? It was, was a Smashing head. That was my probably b- that was a crazy, crazy that was party before the Smashing Pumpkins were a thing. Probably yeah, it was before.
1: There wasn't a theme to it; just a pumpkin on my head.
0: Okay, so the answer is we have no answers, but we'll see what I, I think. I'm, I'm like I'm hoping like the tux and the formal gown will just be fancy, but I don't know if my tux still. Yeah, fits you can go.
1: Yeah, and as pr- producer, <laughs> producer, producer, and her husband.
0: Uh, well, maybe she's a producer and I'm her husband. That's what I, I just said. Just said. So I was trying to be yeah, all like, nice. All, job. All, yeah, I you, you reversed the me too. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited for the for the perhaps the B F gala. So. See how it goes.
2: And at the party stores you could buy little Oscar statuettes. True. Yeah, you could pick Yeah, up I something. just don't, I don't
0: want to work too hard for this and yeah. I feel like I'm I'm like most things I I am having to work harder than I want to. So mm. there we go. Like putting together the table for the trivia night which was a, an ordeal also.
1: Oh well. Oh well, looking forward to that. Uh, Are you looking forward to anything next week besides BEF?
0: Uh, i'm looking forward just to life how's that sound you know maybe a little bit less busy this week than last week and maybe healthier and the last thing we'll just say uh jules we were sad that you were not here last week for chris shaw but what a great podcast we had over 90 listens already and um just thank chris again for coming on and uh and we're rooting for him this year heading into the uh, spring training and hopefully a spring where he opens the year in san francisco so great guy great to have him and Looking forward to having some more guests pretty soon, including next week we're going to have Dave Vanuti from Bedford Farms. Speaking of ice cream. coming over to, to sit with us and, and talk about ice cream and, and, and baseball and hockey and his life growing up around here and a guy that we all know and love. So looking forward to that podcast next week with Dave Vanuti. So should be pretty good. Make sure to catch that when we put it up uh, you know, next week sometime.
1: Awesome. All right,
0: Dave, thanks very much. Jules, good to see you. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll see where Mookie Betts lands. Somewhere on the West Coast.
1: Sounds great. Right. See you next week. See you next
0: week.